What's up, everybody? And mahalos for tuning in to another episode of your favorite podcast. How's this? Um, we got special guest, reoccurring guest, Chucky Boy Chalk, director of the Kauai Museum, here for just vala ao, share the vibes, and you know, just hang out with the boys. Mahalos, Chucky Boy, for coming again. Mahalo, mahalo, mahalo to you. Yeah, welcome back. Your welcome audience. back. Stoke. <laughs> Nice. I just feel like a dinosaur. <laughs> no way! <laughs> nah. Oh, good. No way. Nah, you get you get all the information. Well, I try my best. <laughs> <laughs> but then, so pretty soon we get Mary Monarch coming up, yeah. So you, yes, you asked if we could just get some info, mm-hmm. you know, and then and then you were like, "Oh, I'm not the expert in this." No, I'm not. But I, <laughs> I, I, get, I get some stories. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, I want to hear stories. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, no, definitely. Well, I think we can just start off by um, the idea of Mary Monarch. Mm-hmm. That's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole idea started um, as a, a trip over to Maui. A, a man named George Naope asked to go to Maui to... Be a part of the whaling spree in Lahaina, and to see what takes place, because they would have thousands of people on Front Street, thousands of people, and so at that time, uh, back in 1963, Big Island didn't have a mayor. Nobody, um, they had what they call, I think, a chairman. Chairman, yeah, mm. yeah. In the 60s. Yep. Okay. And then so. I believe her name was Helene Hale, who was the chairman. But she sent um, George Naope, who at the time was the activities coordinator for the Big Island, and uh, and her administrative assistant. I can't recall his name. But both of them went to Maui, and they came back excited, inspired, and... Voila, <laughs> set up a committee. And because it was during the time of the, the um, decline of sugarcane, mm. plantations were closing. The economy on the Big Island was starting to just disappear. And so other farms propped up. And uh, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, uh, no, it's yeah, all good. Yeah, of course, yes. It's all good. But um, sorry, you, you can edit that out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that part I'm gonna have to highlight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. whatever. All, all kind farmers have. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna show the helicopter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yellow man. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, so that was in the '60s. Too. Still yet? Then. Yep. Okay. Yep. So that was the big, like a big transition that time. Absolutely. Mm. Trying to. How can we bring? Back the economy. Yeah. And so the idea was to create an event similar to the whaling spree. Mm. That was the start. And so the, they created a committee. And um, as I said, they came up with the idea of the Mary Monarch. And, you know, the funny thing about that, when it first started, it was it was just things off the top of their head. They had things like, um, the King Kalakaua beard contest and 
the look of King Kalaka. For real. Oh, that thing would yeah. go off right now. Bruh. Like, <laughs> it's like back in style. Yeah. Aye, aye. Bro, yeah. my grandpa, my grandpa would have won that. He had that freaking, <laughs> I mean, hey, Portuguese, you know what I mean? But he had that, yeah. the gray. I mean, I don't know if Kalaka was a gray, but he oh, had them. Yeah, that look, that look. <laughs> yeah. But they also had the, uh, what is that? Barbershop Quartet mm. Contest. Oh, interesting. What what is that? Like quartet, a, like acapella, yeah. Yeah. So oh. you got like both of you and myself. Mm-hmm. We have a trio, and then we sing acapella, as he said. Hawaii yeah. kind. Whatever. Oh wow! Nah, it's more like pick and choose. Upbeat a lot of times. <laughs> oh f- wow! Yeah, also, go, go to like the original Starbucks in like <laughs> Seattle. They they still get guys. Wait, like Cold Stone when you used to leave on tip. Oh, I mean, it's like, boom, 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 boom. like oh, okay, like one. splish splash. I was taking a bath, like the kind. Yeah, but without, but without like instruments. Oh wow! Like it was just oh, so yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, so they're making beats. Like like one boom, guy could be like the bass boom, guy. One guy's boom, like boom. the te- you know like all the different like levels. So they get different guys for different categories. Oh, Chucky boy, guys, worry about my guitar solo. You know. Just like that. I would have won that, bro. So it's kind of like a big um, eclectic event, yeah? Yeah. Like just random. They also, yeah, random. They also had a, um, a relay race. Like, okay. For real? Track and meet? Yeah. Well, back in the days with Kalakawa, they did have that at Kapiolani Park. They had horse races, relay races. It was part of who we were. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, and they also recreated the, um, what do you call that? King Kalakaua coronation. What is that? When he was introduced as the king. Oh, okay, okay. They redid that. At the Iolani Palace. So it's like a reenactment. Reenactment of the coronation. So it's a fest, it's a wonderful festival, but of the best hula dancers. Okay. Oh. And guess where they came from? Hanapepe. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. In the yeah. valley. Deep in the valley. Deep in the valley. You know, back in the time, I, I know I mentioned that before, that when um, Hula went underground, Hanapepe mm-hmm. never stopped. Oh, that's right. I remember you right. saying that. Right. So um, there are uh, photos of um, dancers from Hanapepe at the coronation. Oh. Mm-hmm. That, those are famous um Museum photos that go back in the day, you know, Man. capture the coronation. So, I think that was when the light went on. Even though, so the Mary Monarch is birthed in 1964, but about four years later, it declined. It didn't have interest. Mm. This is when. Um, Dottie Thompson steps in. And it was her vision to really um, honor Kalakaua because he was the one that brought back Hula. That went underground too. That's a whole other story. <laughs> you know, it, was, it wasn't a good thing to do. Anyway, but we know it is. So... Mary Monarch was was on the right track now, thanks to Dottie, Auntie Dottie. Mm. But she wanted to make sure to honor 
the traditions, Kula. And she, her mindset was exactly like uh, Kalaakaua, where um, we'll bring the best dancers from all the islands to not only pay tribute to him, but to honor the tradition. I think that was key um, to this whole thing. And, and kudos to Auntie Dottie. Dottie Thompson, um, the, the world of hula, she, they mahalo her like, you know, tenfold. Mm-hmm. But it was her and Uncle George Naope that brought it to what it is today. No, but I mean, now it's like huge, right? Um, so I have like family who like participates and like they spend months, if not the whole year, almost like training, then like getting ready right before, then fundraising, then uh, creating different thing. You know, I mean, like all their costumes, all their stuff, like it becomes almost like this huge, I don't want to say 24-7, but it's a large portion of their life. Like the, the people who participate... The, like kind of really oh, they're, dedicate themselves. They're in there. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah all the plumeria trees, brother, they I just know. catch cracks <laughs> on my Virginia Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> and Aukini Road. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Only well, Miley I'll bring, I'll, bring, I'll bring that into perspective. You know, it's, it was, um, yes, it's very traditional and the lays has to be real. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to plumerias, you know, so... The tradition of who, uh, whatever song you're going to do, I'm sorry, um, the lay has to be a part of that, that song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, if it's a plumeria lay, it's probably a song of, 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 of a fragrant whatever, you know, person or, some, or tutu that just you remember her wearing the plumeria lay. And it's so anyway, it has to reflect the song storyline. So, like, example, Kumulena Ala from Kauai. Yes. Her halal, when they did, years ago, when they did the song Tapua Elama, and they honored the stringers or the the, the people of Niho, who made the pupu Niho, the shellay, by doing that song Tapua Elama. And um, everything they wore, I think it was the first time, or maybe one of the first times they've seen a halal, everyone wear their their wow. nihau from nihau. Now that's it's it's not you know lays from Hilo Hattie's. Yeah, oh, I like tackle people, you know, Chucky boy. When I see that, <laughs> for real, it's like, hey, I get you cannot afford them, but what you doing? It's not Halloween twenty four seven. Eleven right hook. You know, you know what I mean. Absolutely. Oh, that's crazy. So yeah. even so, that is interesting to me because like. So Niihau shell lays and, and stringing and stuff like that was always one thing? No. Oh. Actually, okay, so what people don't realize that the, the pupu Niihau, uh, the shell lays from Niihau, wasn't always a priority. They, what they did, uh, the people there on Niihau, they made collages or sh- with shells. Yeah. Or they would get uh, like a lampshade and they, mm-hmm. would, they would make put designs on the lamp shade. So that's what they really did first. And then they figured out, I mean, then they created the lay. I don't know exactly the year. Fra. Not many people know exact year. But once they started that, then, and in fact, people outside of Niihau don't realize, I mean, didn't realize back then 
the value mm-hmm. and the amount of time it took it sometimes it could take five years to collect a certain amount of shell for a certain type of lay mm-hmm. right bra then you got to make the Pukas or the holes. Yeah. yeah. Hello. They, <laughs> they had a needle. <laughs> Bro, these fingers, yeah. carpal tunnel, easy. Yeah. 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 So that's a really interesting story in itself, you know, the, the art of making the, the shell lay. You know, for every one they try to make a hole, two will break. Wow. Really? Yeah. It's just, it's amazing. So that's why it's, it's value. It's, 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 it's second to none. You, you put a, Shelly, people really don't know the value. Yeah, outside of Hawaii, there's only people that visit Hawaii, are educated and understand the reason for its value. You know, let's put it in perspective. It is the diamonds or the jewel of the Pacific. True. Mm-hmm. You know, so, back to the Merry Monarch on the on the lay. Um, so everything they did, and I, I remember um, what's his name, uh, the announcer there. I can't remember. Uh, he actually went to Waimea High School. He's a KGMB anchorman. Not Keahi Talker. Because uh, yeah. when they walked on stage, he, he said, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's hundreds and thousands of dollars yep. worth of money. Oh, that's, he knew. He knew. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think there was the start of Kumulena was Halal making an impact there. I see. So back to making an impact. Uh, and the, the the wear, the adornment, as they call it, it really has to be part of your song. It has to help tell the story. You know, and, and you're going to have fun with Lena Ala to tell you the backstory. I think it's an interesting story to hear what they what they do, the preparation. Like how long, how far out they got to even think through all, oh, you, like the day before Mary Monarch this year, <laughs> she's thinking of next year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, no? it's a year preparation brah some take two years especially those who make say they're going to make kappa <laughs> for their uniform they have to literally go strip the bark of the valke or the mulberry bush and start pounding it to <laughs> brah seriously though it takes years good thing I get one freaking good thing I have freaking lanky you know what I mean? I would only, I would only need one the kind. Only one tree. One piece, yeah. One tree. One yeah, just a couple yeah, taps. Tree. Couple oh, taps. How's Brother Brandon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. bushes. Yeah, you're in forest, my house. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we would have to go, how bush? Yeah. We would all, we would be uh, hula halau or how bush? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, try to figure out how to use the mango tree. <laughs> oh, just mango seeds, huh? Yeah. yeah. If the judges but, score you low, you just give them... But anyway, back to the Mary Monarch, you know, um, it was in um, 1971 when they officially became, make it, made it um, a competition. Mm. You know, they had, uh, they, they gathered uh, the best of the best um, hula teachers or kumu to create criteria. Oh. Yeah, just the best of the best. And, you know, I, I I, I don't know the names, but I've heard of some of them, you know. Um, this lady, Yulani Luahine is one. Okay. Uh, she's probably the, the most premier dancer of Hawaii of all time. Um, there are many, actually, but she was, till today, Yulani Luahine is um, 
master of masters. Oh, there we go. So side note on that. So her kumu was Keahi Luahine from Hanapepe. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, down in the valley, huh? Yeah, Keahi also taught um, um, Pukui. Okay, so Pukui, so the audience out there, Kavena uh, Pukui brought the language, uh, the written language in a book. Mm-hmm. It was Kavena yeah, Pukui. She also took a look from Keahi, Luahine. So this goes back, way back. Hanapepe. Yeah. Foof. <laughs> Hanapepe got it, no? So that's yeah. just kind of side notes on, on that. But anyway, so another um, kumuhula that was an advisor was um, uh, Montgomery. Uh, the Lokalia Montgomery, who... Um, by the way, at our museum, we soon to have one of our pahu, which is a drum. Oh, okay, a drum. Wow, uh, which is an ancient one, soon to be uh, on exhibit. So we're waiting for her eldest great great granddaughter. All the it'll be passed on. Oh, wow, yeah, like that. So, but pretty interesting. So. Soon to get it. I'm just waiting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're on special place for that job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. at the museum, we are going to unveil our new exhibit of the Kumuhula of Kauai and Niiho. Oh, oh cool. nice. Yeah. It, it's, it's a two year project. Oh, see, we told you guys go check out Kauai Museum. They get new stuff popping up. I yeah. trip out. And we'll check out the exhibit now because if you're new and coming. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, and um, in 1971 is when the, uh, so I have a little connection here. Um, they created the uh, Miss Aloha Hula. That is the best individual hula dancer. Mm-hmm. And um, the first one to win it was actually my cousin, um, Fabian. I am sorry, my cousin Aloha. Aloha Deliri. That is, you know, we had the family name. I kind of put that in there by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but where's she from? Kaneohe. Oh, okay. Kaneohe. And uh, so, actually, Uncle George Naope would actually go to two sisters halau in Kaneohe. One is um, Aloha's mom, Auntie Mary Wong, and the other one was Auntie Pauline Padakin. And uh, in Kaneohe was always this lady named Sally Woods. These are all the same line of, of Kumu, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Auntie Mary, which was Aloha's mom, um, today it's the Deliri legacy that continues uh, rather than the Wongs, but it was a Wong, right? Mm-hmm. And, but Aloha was the first. Uh, Miss Aloha Hula. Crowned first Miss Aloha Hula. That's crazy, that. But nice. anyway, and uh, there was the time when the renaissance of Hawaiian music was, 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 was brewing. And in the mid-70s, uh, in fact, at about that time, Peter Moon Band, 
you know, Gabby Pahinui, all these wonderful musicians. Um, it was inspiring to, to have new Hawaiian music, yet it was traditional. Interesting. They just added spice to it, you know, like beef stew. Eat your grandma's beef stew, <laughs> his dad's beef stew, and, and my beef stew. Yeah. We, oh, mine is the best, right? Yeah. But yeah. then yours, your, to you, your grandma's one is. Of course. <laughs> all, that bay, all that bay leaves in your mouth. You know? <laughs> so it's like beef stew. I mean, it just... It's the best of the best. Gabby Pahinui, did you ever go and like play with him and stuff like that? I would sit. I wasn't good enough. Because the first time I did, he, this is what he told me. Chucky. <laughs> Not. <laughs> For real. Because <laughs> I got excited. I was banging away. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. you strumming. What no, you? No, he just, he just bang away. I mean, just go. But with Gabby, you got to play sweet. Oh yeah, you play along and not, yeah. Don't play above. Oh, I see. I was a rookie, mm. so what a lesson, lesson learned, and was humbling. You know, I I appreciated that. I'll never forget that. Wow. Um, yeah, because it was no big deal. I mean, in the Hawaiian um, music scene, everybody had this respect for him. You play the way you feel, but you play wet, and not, you know. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I just, yep. So that was my experience with him. But uh, over the years, we would play in the different concerts. So sick, bro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool so, that you kept running into them, you know. Yeah. Um, it, but he was he was the guy. Mm -hmm. You know, he was the Izzy. Mm. Wherever he played, everybody went crazy. Yeah. What a, just a master of what he did. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then his style, did, did he kind of like come up with that or did he kind of like modify that? The Slacky, like. Well, Slacky, came, all families had that, but okay. he brought it to the forefront. Okay. Wow. Every island, every family had their own tuning. Mm -hmm. um, you could tell, a, you can always tell a big island style. Led Kaapana. You can tell that style. They all play like him. And then if you come to <coughs> Oahu, of course, you know, Gabby, well, he's universal. Everybody wants to play Slacky like him. And then you got contemporaries um, like Brothman from the Big Island. Beautiful. Um, but then everybody mimicked Gabby. Mm -hmm. Everybody except People like Peter Moon. Mm. Yeah. You know, Peter Moon would bring his own style, even though it was Gabby's. He would add. Mm. Beef stew, a little bit different. Oh, yeah. Cowboy yeah. bait leaves. A little bit yeah, Tabasco. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Choke Tabasco and chill a cup of water, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a little bit bite. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that um, it was a... It was a great time for music because it, it just woke a sleeping giant up. It just woke everything up. Everybody mm. had more appreciation for Hawaiian music. You know, everybody was doing everything else but Hawaiian music. Mm. You had your pockets of, of Hawaiian musicians, and then every Hawaiian house had music. But but nothing like Gabby at the time. Mm. You know? Oh, can you imagine, like, at that time, all those, all the greats coming out and, you know, just... Like you said, bringing their own beef stew to the party, it just 
must have leveled up so so quickly, you know, and just that level of music, I guess, is just a little bit untapped. It's in its own. It goes in cycles. You know, mm. I believe that it goes in cycles. And you always have your, your Peter Moon. So this time it's um, Shimabuku Jake. Mm-hmm. Mm. It, it goes in cycles. This, and, um, but during the Gabby time, he would always have um, jam sessions at his house. Okay. And he had the best of the best from the world could come. And, you know, some of the secrets of Gabby was, oh, Chucky, listen to this. I got this lick from Three Dog Night. <laughs> and he would make it Hawaiian. Oh, mean. But he made it Hawaiian. I forgot what song it was that from. Um, he also had uh, a famous uh, Panamanian, whatever that instrument they call it, but it's like a guitarist. He said, listen to this lick. Oh, it was from my friend from Panama. <laughs> it was a Panamanian-style lick that he made it Hawaiian. Mean. Yeah, you get inspired, you know, by mm-hmm. certain things. Um, but he was, yeah, he was cutting edge at the time. And just, Gabby was, he stood alone. It's like, he's this standalone. No, definitely. I mean, growing up, he was like the forefront of everything. Yeah. Yeah, at least like with my dad, guys. You know, For generations, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Good man, good fun. Yeah. But anyway... So, getting back to the Merry Monarch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> back to Merry Monarch. Yeah. Yeah. So, then it's coming up, and then you had this resurgence in the set, like a renaissance in the 70s, yeah? Right. So, you know, back in the day, people asked to be part of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, yeah, come, bring your hello. Mm-hmm. And then they got strict. Mm. It's like, all of a sudden, it was overwhelming and you know when you have such a beautiful project or an event everybody wants to jump on your vow everybody wants to go on the mm-hmm. hokulea right? yeah, the yeah. Up, right? and um so they made it where by invitation only so this is where it's pretty much you got the elite hula halau or hula schools that participate and it's an honor to be part of the merry monarch and once you're in there you're in there Okay. And um, <clears throat> over the years, it's morphed into such a beautiful event that it just, King Kalakaua would be standing on the stage, just smiling ear to ear, you know, um, as he brought it back, you know, he, he had a stamp of approval. Yeah, hula is mm-hmm. is alive. Hula is who we are. <clears throat> hula tells stories. Yes, right. And um, but to be part of this, it's another story. You have to do your homework. You better not. You need to know. Yeah, you need to know. You need to know the language. You need to know. You need to know the the, the metaphors of each song. You need to know the layers of of traditional. Kauna, as we call it, or metaphors, that's part of any Hawaiian song, mm-hmm. or most. And, um, but you need to bring it to the forefront as you get prejudged before Mary Monarch. Oh. Yeah, oh, everything, it, it's prejudged, meaning they want to know what you're wearing. They want to know 
what adornment you're wearing, um, and it must pertain to the song. They want to know what color your, your outfits mm, or that whatever seems, they call. Yeah, all of that. And when it comes, to, okay, so there's two different types of hula, right? Kahiko, ancient, and awana, modern. Okay. So the modern hula, it's pretty wide open. It's kind of go for it, right? Whereas kahiko, ah, strict. I mean, just to the T. They, it, it's strict. Um, language, foot movements, hand okay. movements, all of that. Um, they want to know. Mm-hmm. The prejudging. It's pretty interesting. Um, and there's layers, pages and pages, of of, of criteria and questions that are put forth to the the teachers or the kumo. Oh. Mm-hmm. They better yeah. have the answers. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, most do today, though. If you watch the Merry Monarch, you don't have to understand it. You just feel. You just feel the tradition. Feel feel the dancers, you know, and, and watch their movements. A lot of times, you can kind of. Um, figure out what they're dancing about mm-hmm. just by their movements. Especially when it's a bird song or a surfing song, you will see it. Yeah. Now, and, and people ask, well, why do you, you guys just write music about birds? And, and well, we, we were nature. I mean, we lived with nature. We, we lived with the land, the ocean, you know. Everything around us is, is music for us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's right before us is, is new songs every day. It's new dances every day. You know. um, I'm sure if we were living in New York, we would have songs about this building, that truck, this car. <laughs> you know, that yeah, right? like the songs nowadays. The subway song. Like yeah, the mainland yeah. songs. There, yeah. there we go. Rats. Right. Rats. You know, can you imagine? The rat song. Yeah. <laughs> it's your surroundings. You know, and so, but the beauty to our... Our music is the metaphors. Literally, you can say, oh, beautiful flower. Oh, we, we will always use that. Oh, what a beautiful flower. Or the rare mokihana of Kauai. But it ain't talking about, it has nothing to do with it. It's probably the most precious queen in your eye mm. is the mokihana. It's pretty interesting, the, the, the metaphors that are used or the hidden messages that we use too. Um, everybody thought Bob Marley is young. We had a, we had many Bob Marleys over here, you know, to write songs that. How do I say it? <laughs> Anti-government songs. Oh, I see, yes. Yeah. That <clears throat> it, it, if you were to see it literally, oh, that's a beautiful song about the volcano erupting. <laughs> but what's behind? What is the message? Mm. <laughs> As it, um, the, the, the landscape changes because the volcano erupts, mm-hmm. right? But what is the true message? So it's changing. Yeah. The world is changing. So I think our poetry is beautiful. Yeah. 
And then so to see this on stage with the Merry Monarch, it's it, it's kudos to the Kumu. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 hard to tell a story, especially when it's from the ancient writers. Mm. You have to figure out what they're saying. Crazy. You have to interpret it. So there's a lot of study that goes into that. But then you have the contemporaries that continue to write, but they can write ancient. Like last year's winning Kahiko or Ancient Song was by um, Keao Naismith from Kekaha. Oh. I, yeah, yeah. He thinks, he thinks old. You know, there's... So it's, it's, a, it's a newly composed song, but it's in an old style. Yes, sir. That's what you're saying. Okay, okay. Yeah. Thanks for helping me clarify that. Yeah. And uh, it's not easy. Because literally, Hawaiians, we didn't <coughs> have words. It wasn't literal. It was... Interesting. Yeah, yeah. More... Um, what do you call that? Uh, descriptive? What mm-hmm. is a good word? Come on, Brendan, help me. Help you. Help <laughs> you. I get hard time myself. <laughs> that's pretty interesting to have to put yourself there you know like wh- like you said like it was it, w- it was different um but bro, i went to mary monarch well i was in hilo during mary monarch last year sure and let me tell you chucky boy i felt uncultured brada everybody was speaking hawaiian everybody right. you know um right I mean, it was just like I was hosting this event called Ola Hilo, and um, br- this guy, brother Brandon Lee, was <clears throat> my co-host, and I was up there like, you know, I usually just bring the energy. Wow, what's up, everybody? How's it going, brothers and sisters? Make some, bro. Whatever, like people were enjoying it. Brother, come out. He said, "Moko go," and everybody said, "Oi!" Like, <laughs> I said, "Holy shit!" This guy just like, and then in, he goes, "Pa." Yeah, and and it was just like that was the first time I'm like, holy shit, like... You were right in the midst of it. Yeah. They were doing all kinds of chants, actually, and a lot of, um, like, Kaikena Scanlan, um, Kule music, a lot of the performers at night was singing in Hawaiian, like, reggae, kind, you know, local... Was mental, bro. It was unreal. Um, Funny how you say that, because, you know, we had our contemporaries in the mid-70s that did the same thing. It was so different, people didn't understand. It was very different. Brah, I, I kind of felt like, I felt like super honored and stoked to be there, but a little bit like out of my element because everybody was singing along in Hawaiian to these songs, and I was like, I don't know one word, brah, so sad. It's okay. You know what I mean? It's okay. It was me and Dota vibes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. It's a beautiful vibe. Yeah, it, it, oh, truly though. To see all the aunties, you know what I mean? Just like, I mean, just like every single day that we was in Hilo, like everywhere, every restaurant you went, every auntie you would see, just all dressed up and beautiful and, yeah. you know, lauhala bracelets and it was crazy. So the vision worked thanks to Auntie Dottie. Mm. Auntie Dottie Thompson wanted that. So did Uncle George and Ope, that, 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 that atmosphere, that ambiance yes. of the traditions come to life and then just be vibrant and that's that's who we are and then you know talking about the merry monarch the part of the components to this also is 
true artistry of our traditional um, craftsmen are there. Mm. All are there. Everyone are there. I mean, they're all there to share their what their their creation and to share their piece of art. Yes. And it is the real deal. We tell anyone that you want to buy the real, you go to the Mary Monarch, you go to the, the craft fair. Yeah. It is real. Yeah. Right. Like, as soon as I board the plane, Hawaiian Air, I see all the aunties, all the uncles, all the kumus even, you know, like, right, just like, oh, yes. you really feel like you're stepping into just their zone. It is their space. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, they... They look forward to this. And, you know, the, the, the hard part is to go try and find a place to stay unless you know someone or take a <laughs> tent. and <laughs> you, you No, know, with friends. Because, that's all, like you said, everything is booked. It's booked. It's, it, it's already booked. It's yeah. It's booked for next year already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and here's a, 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 something to remember. The Merry Monarch is always at the week after, the, after um, Easter. Okay. The, yeah, Easter Sunday, boom, Merry Monarch. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's on purpose. I'm not sure. Or maybe. Uh, it could be. I want to say it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mean. But that, that, that's always a, a reminder. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I see at the family party, guys looking for eggs. Oh, I never booked my flight. Look, they're not going. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> and, you know, even, even um, having um, select... Judges at the at the Mary Monarch. It is you wonder how they get their judges, um, but it's a great thing. It's a good thing, you know. At one time they had the same judges for a long time, and then they finally mixed it up. They brought in the young mm. with the old, and then so the um, scores started to change. Yeah, new winners. Uh, it was beautiful. That's good. At one time, I really believed in, but I might get scolding. I don't care. But uh, I think it was status quo for a bit mm-hmm. because they were still, you know, tuning up the Maui. I see. Yeah. Right? Um, so it seemed like the same people yeah. would, would always be there at the top. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's just, you just never know. And guess what? They're all really good. I say it again. They're, they're, I don't know how they, who wins. They're, they're just all good. They're all there for a reason. Yeah, they all. Yeah. And they do it right. They do it good. They do it better than good. Um, how to watch it. I mean, everybody got to just watch it. They're just pros at what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, and it's, this is all because they love hula. Yeah. You know, passion for hula. They live hula. I mean, honestly, like some <clears throat> some of the dances look so flawless from the second, they, like their f- form, even lining up. That's why I'm like, okay, wait, these halals get access to stages like mapped out. You know what I mean? Because mm. from the steps. Some have their own maps of that same blueprint, of the same stage. That makes sense, bro. Because yeah. it just seems like with their eyes closed, they'd be able to walk up those steps and on cue and just execute. Yeah, and they all have during the monarch, um, during the the, uh, the Mary monarch time. They're all there. and They all have their times slot for the stage. 
So they get a walkthrough. They have a walkthrough. Oh, man. But a behind the scenes of Mary Monarch must be... You know what I mean? Like, imagine when cameras following people around. Like, one, yeah. one halal yeah. would be crazy. Yeah, and that happens quite often. Each halal will have their, for example, the Kauai halal always usually has cameras following mm. them. Or your, your um, California halal. Mm. You know, there is a crowd favorite. I don't believe he ever won. But, um, same as Mark Ho'omalu. Ah, that is, he's powerful. As far as he gets the crowd going every single time he's on stage. I see. Very cutting edge. Extremely cutting edge. Um, but it's not for us to judge. They have their traditional judges. Mm-hmm. And, but on the outside, he brings... Instant excitement. What See. do you call? He's an influencer. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. but he but he get real influence. Yeah, yeah. Real, kind. real kind guys. Yeah, yeah, they they like see him on stage. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, That's he has a he has a huge huge following. It's really because it's exciting. Yeah, even his women, even his wahine, oh, they dance, but they like like the wahine core or the wahine warriors. Right on. And where are they from? Oh, California. Southern California. Oh. But I don't know ex- exactly. Yeah. Southern yeah. California somewhere. And, and he's got them. He has a school, I think, blah, 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 whatever, Marco Omalu something, academy. But they come there to learn traditions. Also, to learn, they, they make drums the traditional way. He makes his own oh. drums. It's unbelievable. Uh, so... The instruments, they, they mostly make their own instruments when they go. A lot of them do. Okay. Today? Yeah. Today, yes. Wow. A lot do. Um, the girls, the dancers, they make everything they wear. Oof. I got to give them bra. And if they're beating a, a drum, they make that drum. Mm-hmm. If they're ipuheki or the, gourd, the, 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 the squash or the gourds, mm-hmm. they make that. They all make their... They make... What they're using and what they're wearing, bro. No, it's crazy, huh? No, it is because like, bro, it's a hundred percent commitment <laughs> year round. Like yeah. a lot of hula dancers to them, hula is life. Yeah, can tell though. Yeah. Yeah. Can you know? Like, I mean, I would from the day after Mary Monarch, I would be eyeing up my neighbor's tea leaves. <laughs> I promise <laughs> you. Yeah, they don't oh. say oh. I'm glad you brought that up. There is really an awareness of really caring for the forest, you know. Mm. But uh, now they don't just ravage mm-hmm. at all. I see. There are some years they don't allow people to go and pick um, Miley. Oh. There are years where they're said not to pick um, any liko or the ohia blossom that's a favorite on the Big Island. Mm. You can't bring anything from there outside of the Big Island like the ohia because of the, the, the types of viruses that goes on. Yeah. Right? right? Yeah. Um, but it's it's really to protect the forest. Sick. Forward. Cool. Yeah. So there's really this great awareness of Really caring for our surroundings. It's really beautiful. And, uh, and everybody knows that too. 
back when they, the halal usually walk before days they just go in and they're just bringing it out mm-hmm. it's not like that anymore in fact a lot of people grow their own nice uh, yeah you, if you want to make a lay you grow your own garden mm-hmm. i think that is going forward that's the message yeah mm. should do that everyone should do that just pick from your backyard yeah and if you're making emo same thing grow your own tea leaves right around the pit <laughs> Banana tree, yeah, you know that. <laughs> and leave my rocks alone. Yeah, uh, in, in my touch. swimming hole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that's awesome, bro. No, oh, that's that's sick, though. No, it's super cool. Yeah. No, no, thank you. I mean, learning all this stuff is super cool. Yeah, because for me, it's like, prom so, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm outside the circle, so it's always cool to learn. Oh, but, absolutely. You know, anything about it. You know, it's like going back to Gabby. I mean, I was outside of the circle. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, but then when, when you're in the circle, you have your chance and you like. <laughs> yeah. That's why. I try, ask me, try ask me if I'm hosting Ola Hilo this year. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan said he wants to. <laughs> oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> No, no, I'm good. Bro, bro, blow the conch shell. No way. Oh, my gosh. No, but you need to host that. It's okay. You have your own Hawaiian-ness about you. Yeah. It was good fun. Everybody was stoked, but, you know, it was cool to see one event where, I don't know, 99% of people I think so could speak fluent Hawaiian, seemed like. Sure. I was like, holy shit. Well, you were in the hub of Hawaiian speakers. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, Hilo, that is the hub. Unreal, bro. Oh, How come you think that? How come you think Hilo's, because it is. It y- is yeah. only because it's where everybody go and get there. Um, you want to learn Hawaiian, you go. You can learn it from UH, yeah. Manoa, whatever, and blah, 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 blah. But you want to learn from Hilo. I see. It's, you know, I think the influences of the Kanaka Ole is, is huge. The Ohana Kanaka Ole is huge. Um we aloha them, you know. Um, they're the, the Hawaiian speakers, like how we revere uh, our Nihoans. Mm-hmm. All the people, that's their first language, mm. right? And it's the real deal, and it's old. Yeah. You know, it's not, there are certain words they don't even have. They don't have a word for a computer or anything like that, so they stick to the old way of speaking. And so sometimes when modern speakers come along, they, they have to think and listen well. I mm. see. To get the gist. But it's nothing wrong. Just the language is alive. Yeah. And it's, 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 there's more awareness now of the language than ever before. Uh, you know, and I like, I like to believe that um, there are some that will always share to the, their hamana or students that it's okay if your friend is not speaking it correctly. He's trying. He's speaking it. It's best to try, and, and even though you make mistake, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Right? And that goes on. But so there's a little, there's some compassion for that. You know, you don't want to discourage anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and a funny story, a, a couple months ago, I was speaking to uh, Kobili Lema, highly respected Kupuno elder from Anahola Village, Anahola Village, who was saying that when they were little, they spoke Hawaiian, but it was the 
the old Hawaiians, so they would have a hard time communicating with their grandchildren, their great-grandchildren. I see. But over time, as they got old, they started to lose it. Can't remember. Mm. It just doesn't come natural anymore. So they took lessons. This is what he was saying. Oh, boy, we went to take lessons, and I, it is hard. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> he said, as, the, as kupuna, it's so hard for us to learn now. I said, you don't have to learn. It's okay. You, you've been there. You've mm-hmm. done it, right? Yeah. Uh, but he was just telling me that story that he really wanted to refresh, but it's different. Mm-hmm. His phrasing... And, and today's phrase, he said it's a bit different, so he was intimidated. I said, ah, it's okay, you know, it's just, so. So anybody out there, you're trying to learn, it's okay. Even though if you say Hawaii or Lihu'e wrong, you know, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But say Lihu'e. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why when I go Hilo, when I go during Mary Monarch, Aloha Aina Poiko, that's the shirt that's coming on. <laughs> you, like, like for real, like I not, I don't, you know, brought us to wear like gold chains and all that, but it is not like Oahu. You, you is, you know what I mean? Like you get your, you, you just get like, I don't know, like I'll wear like a nice Aloha shirt or like, or something like this, you know, and surf shorts and sure. everybody gets slippers on. You know what I mean? It's not like Yeezys or crazy expensive shoes or that. No way. Um, oh no! Yeah, so it was, it was just so good. It was just like yeah, you're, both of you are appropriate. appropriate. You're just appropriate. Yeah. See, yeah. there we go. Yeah. yeah, I love it. It's real. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. No, thank you, Chucky boy. Honestly, no. um, but right now it is kind of like a resurgence, yeah, from a language standpoint. A lot, a lot of younger guys, a lot of you know, like they're Huge. They're, they're on it. Yeah, like I mean, young kids kind. Absolutely. Yeah, no. So, super so mid 70s, so okay, that's where I come mm-hmm. from, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, I wasn't even born. <laughs> anyway, and it wasn't prevalent at all. So, I, I, I know who was the, I know who were in the classes then because I used to go up and get, get songs translated up at the UH. So, my cousin Teresa, right? And, and, and one of her classmates, his name is actually Brother Kelly who is a, a, a DJ on the, on the west side mm-hmm. on Sundays. He's a disc jockey with the Dehauens. Not one drop Hawaiian, but he olelo. Oh. But he was in one of those first classes. Wow. Yeah, so even though he was in Hawaiian, he speaks the language beautifully. Interesting, because my grandma is 100% Hawaiian from Molokai. And so... I was like, I just asked her one day, oh, grandma, like, um, you know, do you know how to speak Hawaiian and stuff like that? You know, growing up in Kaunakakai and whatever. And she was like, she was like, Kale, I only know two words, aloha and mahalo. And I was, and I was laughing. I was like, oh, you're so funny. She's like, no, I'm, I'm for real. And I was like, grandma, what? I was like, you like me? You know, I was like, why? And then she said that um, when she was growing up, she would see her mom get whacked. In her mouth, if she tried, if she was talking. Okay, I, I was hoping you say that because same with our generation. So it was our grandparents mm. couldn't speak. Yes. So it was their children, our parents, that were not allowed to say anything. Yeah. Right. But so Grandpa, Papa would only speak in the house or in the car. 
but outside he would see if he would hear us speak he would say oh, no, 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 no. Wow. They, they were so scared I don't know what happened back then they were so afraid to speak the language our language right and now we know better going forward and uh, but your grandma is correct wow that's right it was a it's like it's taboo yeah that's as we say kapu right mm-hmm. but it's like uh, something's wrong with this picture right yeah because i get dirty lickings but not for something like you know what i mean like yeah, so, the, yeah. The, the so it's not your fault that you you weren't brought up around that because mm-hmm. it was this huge thing that went on for a few generations couple generations yeah. but not anymore yeah uh uh yeah all done <laughs> yeah all the more yeah sucks okay I, i'm gonna you, you can erase this but so <laughs> end of this month beginning of april yeah the activists of activists are coming here so maybe it's walter ready it's got richard sawyer these were the originals for kaho'olave the movement walter ready yeah of getting the island back well walter yeah. ready's wife is from the west side oh so that's the connection to Kauai. But they're coming to release, re-release their books. The book, sorry, mm-hmm. of Kaho'olawe. But it's it's a great book. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to let you guys know that they'll be here. They'll be staying for a couple of days. But Richard Sawyer and Walter Ritty, George Helm, all of these guys were the shaker and movers of the, the getting back Kaho'olawe for our people. Because if they didn't make noise, Kaho'olawe would still be a bombing target yeah. for the Navy. That's crazy. Yeah. And so um, kudos to them for making noise. 100%. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, they'll be cr- here. It's really interesting people. Yeah. yeah. I thought I'd share that. This is not a thing that you should, you know, I just wanted to tell you. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, it's super interesting. I mean, they just so even like we talk about all this stuff, like Mary Monarch. My dad was like super into it, yeah. Like, like anything. Like, I still have a freezer full of like, like Willy Willy Lays and different things that was right. his. Like, he had tons. Right. Oh wow. And he was very into it. And I was like a rebellious kid. Sure. And I like rejected it, like hard. Okay. Just like, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not your thing. Yeah, well, I mean, I was just a dumb kid, you know. No, I don't think so. It's okay because you didn't appreciate, the, you know, your dad's love for the, the Hawaiian traditions. You know, yeah, because like, he, he like was. Delay. Yeah, he was just. I mean, all aspects. He was very. Like he's just super into it, you know. Yeah, but there's always like. <laughs> no, I think your daddy was. Um, he, the law spirit, the law of your daddy just kind of shine. It shined right through him. Your daddy was real, but he, he had this Hawaiianness about him that um, people wish they had just a bit of it, you know. But to, so that's ahead of his time to 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 love the tradition of the lay, especially like the willy willy. So what Brandon is talking about is the seed lay that um, 
it's not easy to make, um, but it's an, it's it's a, a tradition of ours, and um, and it's a special way, by the way. And, uh, so kudos to Dad on, on you know of that time, and so even though you you didn't appreciate that, and when you reflect back, you go, oh shucks, you know that your dad. So your dad is really ahead of his time, and he didn't push it on you guys. We don't know, but sounds like he didn't push it on you. Or maybe he tried, and you rebelled. But it's okay because we we go through that 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 fate, that times in our lives that you know, damn, I want to go with my friends, or I want to surf, or whatever it is, but not that. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, and um, we all know your dad's love. Aloha for, uh, for Hawaii. No, for sure. I guess there's just like a huge, I don't want to use the word guilt, but like regret, I guess maybe. Really? No, I understand that. I, um, you know, so I mean, even like us inviting you, that's like part of it. Yeah. yeah. It's like there's a responsibility that you feel. I guess it's somewhat guilt too, but that you should have, you know. Yeah, should have. But, I, but, but yeah. you know, but like that's all gone. It's all right. done. So now it's like, what's the future? Yeah. You know, and I guess there's a few reasons why I always like rejected. I, I never like. Oh, fuck, I'm gonna try to put a shit. No, 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 no. I understand. You, you, well, I never like the guilt part of it, right? I'm not guilt. The the victim part of like Hawaiians. I like the strength. Oh. Like. The beauty, the reverence, the connectivity, like all those things. But always it was like, ah, fuck, I'm in trouble, but whatever. Um, no, no but like, like, I never want anything free from anybody. And sometimes I feel like Hawaiians, we play this victim, but we're such like a powerful culture. Yeah. And to, to take something back versus ask for something back. And not, not, not to be activists or this or that, but to take the strength of who we are and, and rebuild. Yeah. Like, meaning, like, on our own two feet kind versus somebody handing me a, a handout. Sure. You know, so, so those kind of things. And then that's kind of, like, part of this, is, like, to celebrate those things and not to, like, use it as a way to, like, Almost like like preparing the future versus only living in the past kind of thing. Like be reverent of the past and learn from it and, and understand the values and the lessons of it, but to also use that same culture to move forward and, and to build up Hawaiian people. Well, I think it's a good thing because you can use that as a motivating tool for yourself. Like, shucks, I had my chance. I didn't take it, but it's, it's okay because... Now you're going to bring it more. I mean, who knows? You can come invite someone that's an expert in that lay to, you know, to learn even more what, what it takes to make that lay or just to honor your dad. And so it's, and no, it's never too late. No, not at all. Oh, no, for sure. And, and that's why I'm stoked we're doing this, like, consistently. Sure. It's to, like, learn all these things that I feel like it either wasn't there to learn or I just didn't make any effort. You had other things way. you wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it is cool. Like, so I was listening to this other podcast in Hawaii uh, 
called like Hawaii Verse. But then they had this like young girl on. She's a surfer or whatever. But they fully like speak like in their family. So sure. I was like, oh, that's kind of like, that's pretty cool, right? Like just that idea. You know, I was like, oh, that's like, you know, because I never had that. And, right. and, and I, I had family who, like, I would just, I don't know. I, I was a weird kid. <laughs> like, I was just like anti everything in my family. Yeah. No, 100%. Like, I mean, we had family reunions. We'd be in Wainiha Valley doing all these things. And they're talking about lineages. And I'm like, oh, I just want to go. Oh, that's okay. You know, like, I'm over At this. At the time, it wasn't of interest. But, like, yeah, you're I, like. I mean, and, and whatever. I was a kid. But, like. Like, cause I do have like family members that are like super into it, you know. Like I said, I have sure. family members who do sure dance in Mary Monarch, right? sure. uh, you know. And I'm just like, eh, whatever, you know. Like I like as a kid, you, I wrote it off like easy. But yeah, so I mean, I think all this stuff of, of learning our culture, learning the important part, learn learning the strengths and the weaknesses, right? Like, how do we improve upon that? You know, so all these things. Well, I think for you, I, I, I listen to this, and you're not alone. You know, many, many, many like you, even in your generation, and even in our generation, had many, of course. I didn't want to go help Grandpa Papa make the emu. That was hard work. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. You know, Damn, you know I came from the days where the Loi, I'm glad I was the, the Punahele, I was Papa's favorite. So I was the youngest of the four kids that he hanai and he, mm-hmm. he raised. And so I, I wasn't picked on. I didn't have to go in the lo'i. I would, but, or pound, the, you know, the taro fields. I didn't have to harvest the taro. I didn't have to pound the poi. But my grandpa was very traditional. And I, 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 did I like that? No, not at all. I wanted to go ride bike. I wanted to go down the park and blah, 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 blah. So I just, I just played, right? Now I wish I did what, what he was teaching without mm-hmm. knowing we were learning the old ways. <coughs> Excuse me. So that, that's a motivating tool. So you just dive into tradition. Yeah. You know, and, <coughs> excuse me, you know, in our DNA, <coughs> sorry about that. In our DNA, we have the aloha. We're born with it. But you have to find it. If you find the aloha, I mean, you make your dad proud. You know, make your grandma and grandpas, whomever, proud because um, we all want our, our children to have the love for others. It's, it's who we are as people. And many took advantage of us in the very beginning. And, you know, you know it's, it's in history. It's recorded, you know. Uh, we had over a quarter of a million um, women die you know, from various diseases through the... Because <coughs> culturally, uh, culturally, when the men came... I mean, if they wanted to have this, my sister, it was like fine. But it's just our culture. It was a, it's just who we were, you know. And but they, they abused the privilege. <clears throat> a lot of times, we didn't look look at sex as sex. I mean, women as sex. It's, it's women was there to have babies to to for us to. You know, and, and so forth, and and, but not the way the Western thoughts are. You know, because our women back then they they had no tops. Just so, I mean, you look at a woman's top, and back in the old days, it was it was no big deal, right? But when the sailors came, it was like, oh, mm. right. Mm. It was a whole 
different mindset. So, and we were really a loving people. It's in our DNA, and it continues today. We <coughs> probably the only culture that loves everybody, and then we get in trouble. Mm. We were we taken advantage of, but it is lessons learned. I think you guys got to really talk to Walter Reedy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm down. Yeah, sure. no, 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 for sure. Well, I seen videos of him long, long, oh, long bro. time ago. That's why when he said his name, I said, "What?" He has a he's a great storyteller of of today's Hawaiians um, versus the ancients. But when 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 the Western ways came, he's he's such a he's a master historian on mm. all that stuff like that. And he would be such a your audience would love him. Yeah, mm. yeah, he's a living legend of. Activism, mm-hmm. Hawaiian activism. When I see your tears, he had many tears. He probably has no tears anymore. Mm. You know, because he poured his heart, he still does, um, with many issues that we continue mm. to have. You know, that's a, that's a whole other lesson. <laughs> we'll talk story time on that. Yeah. yeah. Right? But um, it's nice to hear your heart, hear you speak, and, you know, because your dad shines through, and we had a nice, neat relationship <coughs> with him and, and your mom. And so, but again, thank you for sharing that. that oh, that's, for sure. That's really, that's, that's real. You guys are real. Mahalo. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay, so what time now? <laughs> I know you know you oh, lunch no, no, no. time ten. 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 Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That was solid. Yeah. So I gotta go prep for another meeting. Yeah, nah. Thank you for popping in earlier. Yeah, yeah no um, worries. Thank you. Everybody at home, we initially we'd plan one later time, but Chucky Boy made it happen. You got it's a busy guy. No, thank yeah, you though for real for coming. Busy. Yeah. Um I thoroughly look you know what I mean, look towards always look. I enjoy talking with you and having you here, bro. It's just um, whether we have things to talk about or not, I just think the conversations from a g- genuine interest yeah. is always there for, for the both of us. So thank you so much, bro. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And all the information just comes out, right? You can come with a topic, but as we talk, it like more stuff just like sure. arise, you know, and, and lots of important stuff, so. Right on. Okay. Thank One you. last thing, but this is not for the air if you want. So um, Friday, <coughs> excuse me, Friday I was in Honolulu, asked to come and pick up the maquette. The maquette is a, is a, is a model statue of the real statue mm-hmm. when they're oh. bronze. Oh. So oh. they create a clay um, prototype. Mm-hmm. So I just brought back today, uh, this morning I was putting it in the case of Kamakahele, the statue at Kamakahele at the school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you seen? Have you seen their statue there? Yep. Well, I got the maquette, so I was with the artist that created that. Oh, that's cool. On Oahu, that's super cool. On Oahu in oh, Diamond man. Head, and her house is like one big giant cave of statues. <laughs> wow. Everywhere we gotta that's, talk to her. That's her life. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. So shout out to Karen Lucas for yeah, yeah, yeah. giving Kauai uh, Kamakahele, Mama of. Awesome, awesome. Right on, Karen. Hey, we're going to take good care of that team. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I just wanted to share that. Yeah. Right on. Right on, Chucky Boy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you.
Aloha. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of How's This Podcast. Don't forget to download um, every episode on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Check us out on YouTube at How's This Guy. And a special shout out to all my Patreon members. If you guys want to support upcoming episodes, please check us out on patreon.com forward slash How's This Guy. And we will catch you guys on another episode every Tuesday. Tune in. Don't miss it. Aloha. Ha, ha, ha.